You are listening to a True North Eager Beaver media podcast. The True North Eager Beaver podcasts are proudly brought to you by our founding sponsors, the Miss V Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, your source for science fiction, fantasy, and cozy mysteries featuring a broad diversity of characters. CanadianTarot.com, your uniquely Canadian online eclectic tarot community and forum, and the Peppermaster, hot pepper sauces made from fresh farm ingredients to thrill your taste buds and expand your mind. Welcome to episode number four of Just a Nibble, the Not Quite Daily Beaver. Ah, for those moments when you still want your beaver grizzly goodness, but just don't have time for a whole bite. Today, recording day is Wednesday, October haha, 12th, 2022, <laughs> and it looks like <laughs> it will be <laughs> a sunny and warm post-Thanksgiving autumn day here at the Beaver Lodge. Uh, my na- I'm the host, <laughs> I'm your host, the Eager Beaver, pronouns he, him, hey, Mr. Beaver A, and I am super happy that of you who have joined us today, and particularly today because we are getting a slightly earlier than normal start. Of course, a big thank you goes to our podcast's founding sponsors, The Peppermaster, The Miss V Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, and CanadianTarot.com. We hope that you and yours, if you were observing, had a delightful Thanksgiving holiday surrounded with family, love, laughter, and lots of good food. And if you still need to keep that belt unbuckled or that top button unfastened, go right on ahead, kitties. We don't judge. (laughs) Uh, In the headlines, Danielle Smith is already flip-flopping all over the place like a fish in a canoe. And uh, after I wrote this, uh, but before I went to bed, uh, turns out that she's definitely taken the crazy train express. More on that. Oh, yeah. Following. Yeah. Following the resignation of interim director Andrea Skinner, uh, Hockey Canada CEO Scott Smith and the entire board finally take the hint and hightail it out of there. And the Public Order Emergency Commission's public hearings into the circumstances around the federal government's decision to invoke the Emergencies Act begin tomorrow. We have a lot to touch upon and only a bit of time, so here we go. But before we get started, we must always say hello to our fun and furry and friendly co-host. Good morning, Mr. Grizzly. How are you doing? Good morning, Mr. Beaver. I'm uh, I'm pretty good. Uh, not fully awake, even though I did get up my usual hour of five a.m. I'm still I I, um, I tossed and turned a lot when I went to bed last night. I have no idea, no idea why. Um, just one of those things, you know. I uh, I, I did wake up uh, uh, and had to take a wicked yes. 
a wicked what? A wicked yes. Wee oui, oui. <laughs> wee. <laughs> Took you a minute. We Took you a minute. <laughs> it did. Very early uh, in the good morning. morning kid. Good morning, Kit Hugh. Nice to see you. Uh, and yes, Danielle is a lunatic. We agree. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. We, we've, we've got the video for you to see that she's completely out of her fucking mind. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, and um, <laughs> uh, as for me, uh, uh, I, I've i been up since about four. I just woke up on my own and couldn't get back to sleep. Well, wow, here I so, was worried about you sleeping in this morning. <laughs> me too, because <laughs> I was—I knew I wasn't going to get to bed until like close to midnight. So I figured, ooh, it's going to be a short night. And well, there you go. Ah, <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, good morning, Kit Stoned Old Bitch Witch. Nice to see you as well today. Um, well, let's start with uh, Old Yeller. Which which one the um, <laughs> the one you sent me or the one I I uploaded? Which one do you want to start with? Her her. Yeah, uh, you know what? Okay, well, let's start with the crazy, and then we'll go with the flopping. Uh, st- start with whichever one you choose. Because, okay, uh, they're both crazy. Let's just say she she's a factory. Yeah, she, she's flooding the zone with BS. So we'll start yeah. off with her um, her quote about well how the most um, well you know what let's. Let's just watch this thing because it's such a train wreck. The community that faced the most restrictions on their freedoms in the last year were those who made a choice not to be vaccinated. I don't think I've ever experienced a situation in my lifetime where a person was fired from their job or not allowed to watch their kids play hockey or not allowed to go visit a loved one in long-term care or hospital or not allowed to go get on a plane either go across the country to see family or even travel across the border. So they have been the most discriminated against group that I've ever witnessed in my lifetime. That's a pretty extreme level of discrimination that we have seen. I don't take away any of the discrimination that I've seen in those other groups that you mentioned, but this has been an extraordinary time in the last uh, year in particular. And I want people to know that I find that unacceptable, that we are not going to create a segregated society on the basis of a, of a medical choice. The community that faced okay, the most Okay, 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 okay. What the fuck? What? Uh-huh. Lady, you are out of your fucking mind. Most discriminating. You're in Alberta. Jesus Christ. You ever met an indigenous yeah. person in your life? I, I, Residential schools? Did we just not celebrate National Day for Truth and Reconciliation and National Day of Action, right? For, for like the deaths of like crimes committed against missing and murdered Indigenous women and girls and gender diverse people? Did this, we not just celebrate like this, not even like 13 days ago? This woman lives in her own world. Okay. She was born on April 1st, 1971. So she's literally an April's fool. Just saying. It explains so much. Okay. She was alive during the end of apartheid. Nelson Mandela was in jail during her life. Yes. Okay. We had um, uh, nobody in the anti-vax community had uh, someone drive a car and jump a sidewalk to kill whole family, as we saw in London just recently. Uh, Nobody uh, bombed 
someplace where they gathered, like we saw in that mosque in Quebec City. Uh, no, but, so Nobody burned crosses Muslims. on your front lawn because you didn't get vaccinated. Like, this woman yeah. is out of her fucking mind. Okay. And in that quote, she said, people who made a choice. Uh-huh. Nobody made a choice, right, to be born black. Nobody made... <laughs> Nobody made a choice to be born indigenous. Nobody made a choice. Uh, well, nobody that had their kids scooped out from under them or had all yeah, their exactly. kids put into foster care like made a choice. To, you know, this is a choice. You got fired from your job because you made a choice not to meet the basic job requirements. To and that's what it job. is. You, didn't, you did not not get a job. <laughs> well, and, and, the way you look. Her statement about they couldn't, you can't change. they couldn't cross the border. What does that have to do with Canada? Okay, well, talk to the president. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's talk about that. Like, as a gay man, the yeah. last time we had a novel virus, yeah, yeah, um, who wasn't allowed to visit their, their loved ones and their spouses in the hospital because yeah. the family could deny it? Yeah, uh, who wasn't allowed to travel the border to the United States mm -hmm. for like over twenty something years? Yeah, yeah. right. The AIDS crisis started in 1981. It wasn't until George W. Bush that Canadians who were HIV positive were allowed to enter the United States. And, and the amount of That's people that aren't even aware of that, too. Like, there's so much, there's, well, literally millions of people that didn't know that until just now. There are still countries, there are still countries today like this. I cannot, if I wanted to go visit China, if I want, if, Right? If, if, if people who are HIV positive, if they want to go visit China, if they want to go visit Russia, they can't. Yeah. There are still countries today you cannot go to. So what does that tell you? But she's, she's going on about... Uh, In a, her lifetime. A choice. Oh, man. This woman is delusional. I mean, delusional. I just, and I'm not the only one saying it. There are people... Oh, no, 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 no. In, in positions of, of power and influence... Highly educated individuals who are basically saying the exact same thing as I am. So if I can see this and they see it and point it out, maybe people need to start, start paying attention because this woman is nuts. This well, woman is nuts. I mean, she's already established long ago that there's nothing that she is not willing to say for money, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I mean, she used to work for the tobacco lobby. And remember, like this, so many years ago in the Calgary Herald, she probably. You know, published that opinion piece mm -hmm. about like how like safe smoking spaces and international yeah and all that kind of stuff so she's been this way a long time this is nothing new if you've been paying attention to her yeah oh yeah she's just she's been loony for a long time and it's like i'm just like she's either high right? yeah i'm guessing i mean mandate she should be subjected to a drug test and if she's, she passes it, a mandatory 72-hour psychiatric evaluation because she is not okay. No, no. I, There's something seriously been, wrong with this woman. She's been huffing fumes from Brett Wilson's orphaned oil wells, something <laughs> like that, or been drinking ivermectin cocktails with hydroxychlorine chasers or something. Yeah. I don't know what. Something wrong. There. This is not normal. No, it isn't. Because if anything, if none of those things apply... And it's literally a case of there's nothing this woman will not say for money. Pretty much. Pretty much. That's well, it. Um, 
I was going to say, uh, I just wanted to add to this. I know I'm supposed to be in a red Speedo and a blue jacket. And I do have a blue jacket on, but not the blue jacket. It's, um, I don't have any heat. I went away for Thanksgiving. The heat was on. Really? I come home. There's no heat in the building. I don't know why. Uh, so it's about 18 degrees in my apartment right now. It might even be 17. It went down last night. So it's chilly here right now. Oh, and, and we cannot have on-air shrinkage. No, no. The legend, the legend needs to live up to the legend, right? I have a t-shirt. I have a t-shirt that uh, a, a member of parliament purchased for me. She wasn't a member of parliament at the time. And she since blocked me on Twitter because I called her out on her bullshit. And I told her, I actually told her the night we sat down and, and had a dinner to celebrate her election, uh, seven, eight years ago, whatever the case was. I don't recall the exact date. Um, must have been 20, it was 2017. So, mm -hmm. sat down at Mama Teresa's just up the street here on Somerset, and I told her, you're a good person, and I know you'll do good things, but if you step out of line and you make mistakes, we're going to call you out on it. I said that to her, and I did. And she blocked me as a result. So she's fully drank the Kool-Aid. Anyway, she bought me a t-shirt that has an arrow that points up that says the man and an arrow that points down that says the legend. <laughs> I haven't named her. But I know where all the bodies are buried, okay? Yeah. I know the skeletons. You got the other clip of uh, Looney Tunes? Yeah, I'll put that up. Just give me a sec here. She's loony. The way I, I got the idea for it, really, and the approach that I want to take was looking at what Quebec did when the Emergencies Act was declared. They convened their National Assembly. They put forward a motion that said, we will not enforce that, and it passed unanimously and didn't create a constitutional crisis. Looks to me like Ottawa just said, okay. So Quebec does this kind of thing um, in different ways, and I thought that that was a pretty good mechanism. So when we identify an issue where we feel like Ottawa has overstepped into our constitutional authority, we'll put forward a motion in the legislature and have that debate as well. But I need to create the structure in place so that Ottawa knows they're being put on notice that we're not going to allow this anymore. We're not going to act like a subordinate level of government. We've done that for too long and we're getting walked all over as a result. So we intend to make sure that we assert our rights. The way I, I got the idea okay. for it really- First, we're not going to behave like a subordinate level of government. Mr. Grizzly, if you would. Uh, you need to resend it to me, it got it got killed. Sorry. Ah, okay. Um, Reshare that. I don't know can. where this lady got her civics, uh, but she leads a provincial government, subordinate. Mm -hmm. Definition, lower in rank or position. You are a subordinate level. Like, yeah, exactly. There you go, Kit Hugh saying the same thing, right? And I saw your tweet, uh, Kit Hugh, like this, the teacher wept or something. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah. First of all, you are a subordinate level of government. Two, um, didn't Alberta do its whole thing in the 80s and 90s, like being totally anti-Quebec, and now they want to be Quebec? Yeah, isn't that ironic? Don't you think? Don't you think? too ironic. <laughs> and yeah, I really do think. Yeah, I really do think. <laughs> Holy crapola. Um, so, so, anyway, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but speaking of that, it turns out that this is um, a flip-flop 
from her when she's, uh, she's basically with this statement, she's trying to save herself because she flip flopped. Uh, I don't know if you managed to, if you saw the script, Mr. Grizzly. Uh, no, I haven't. Sorry. No. Um, okay. I'm trying to. Uh, That's all right. Yeah. I sent it to you late uh, while we were on. Okay. On September 6, 2022, while she was running, she said, if a court stays or ultimately deems that the actions undertaken by the province under a specific Alberta Sovereignty Act special motion is unconstitutional, then the government and legislature will have to review the special motion actions in question and make a decision as to whether or not to amend, end, or continue with them, understanding the legal implications such a decision could cause. All right. Now, she said that on September 6th, selected as premier designate on Thursday, backtracking on the promises to go against the courts and everything she made to win on Saturday. According to the CBC, Rob Anderson, the Smith campaign chair, who will serve as her top premier's office aide, said in an interview that our sovereignty legislation won't empower Alberta to disregard Supreme Court rulings, which confirms that it won't be quite as combative or constitutionally defiant as the free Alberta strategy that inspired her plan and which Anderson co-wrote. And then he says, but don't for a second confuse that with meaning that the final version of the Sovereignty Act won't have a whole head of very sharp teeth. It will be very meaningful and it will change the dynamic with Ottawa. Smith's spokesperson, Jonah Moseson, responding to an email request for comment Monday, declined to answer specific queries because, of course, right, mm -hmm. about Anderson's statement. But in a short statement of his own, Moseson said, As the premier designator said, the Sovereignty Act will be drafted in accordance with sound constitutional principles. So she promised that she would override the courts. And then less than 48 hours after becoming premier designate, Danielle is already proving that her word means absolutely nothing. Nothing. <laughs> it's just, and well, then we, we old knew that. Yeller, we knew that. Well, of course, of course. But then old Yeller took fewer than 48 hours from her victory to decided to make it a pair of flip-flops pulling back another check. Her big mouth could not cash. Unlike Peter Pop and Fresh Doe, who won easily in a vote in which ballots were not secure with 68% to take the helm of the crazy party of Canada. Mm -hmm. Danielle had what I keep on calling the six, seven, eight win for the UCP leadership, six rounds of voting in a race with seven candidates and a victory by fewer than 8%. The five months she spent courting about fewer than 4% of the population of Alberta taught her that she is not as popular as her overinflated Ingo had led her to believe she was. And since urban Albertans are not too keen on lunacy, she is now not going to run in a by-election in Calgary Elbow, a seat that is currently vacated vacant since August 5th after then Minister of Justice and Solicitor General of Alberta Doug Schweitzer resigned, she is going to leave that seat vacant until the next general election scheduled for May. Instead, it seems, she had MLA Michaela Frey, who had earlier signaled she did not intend to run in 2023, resign early on Friday so that Danielle can run in the super safe seat of Brooks Medicine Hat, where a potted plant wearing a blue ribbon can win an election without <laughs> even showing up for a debate. The main reason I am so committed to running in a rural riding is I know that our rural ridings don't feel like they had the strongest voice at the table during the last years of the COVID pandemic. Bullshitted Smith. That's my word, not the CBC's. Saturday in Medicine Hat, when she announced her intention to run there. The sycophantic pro-con media is torquing this as some type of virtuous making a statement thing. But who are we kidding here, Mary? 
If Danielle really wanted to make a statement, she'd try her luck at a downtown Edmonton writing. But she fears Rachel. And she fears Albertan, based on the number of people she's blocked on Twitter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this now makes two major promises on which she's backtracked within 48 hours of taking the leadership and then trying to save the one in the Supreme Court by doing this little clip that we just showed like this and then trying to change the channel from both of them by doing the first clip that we first showed. Now she's going to get everybody talking about the stupid things she said about discrimination so that we don't talk about how she's flip-flopped. But wasn't saying one thing then flip-flopping hard and fast the sin that did Aaron O'Toole in? Pretty much. She is, she is unreliable. Oh, she yeah. is unaccountable. She is not a word. She's off a rocker. She's off a rocker. I mean, come on. Let's let's not get ourselves. She's out of her ever-loving mind. Oh, yeah. Uh, Yes. Uh, Off to work. See you, Kit Hugh. Have a great day. Um, In Hockey Canada news, effective immediately, Hockey Canada announced the departure of Chief Executive Officer Scott Smith, and the entire board has also agreed to step down and make room for a new slate of directors. As Lizzo would sing, it's a bad damn time. Well, and, and Bowers pulled I out, too. I think it's appropriate for... Bauer pulled out. They're oh, no really? longer sponsoring. Yeah, they pulled out. They're gone. So they've lost every sponsor there is. Nobody is attached to Hockey Canada right now. They're done. They're bankrupt, completely bankrupt. Their entire board is finished. Uh, I want somebody to pay for this. And I don't mean... I, I don't mean uh, pay a fine. I want somebody to suffer the repercussions because of what they've done to young women by, you know, here's a check. I know you were raped. I know you were gang raped, but here's a check. Have a nice life. No. I'm hoping there are personal lawsuits. Yes. Civil suits. I'm hoping there are personal lawsuits. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, now, now that they're gone, given that it's Hockey Canada, I think that it's appropriate to sing the hockey song, isn't it? Na 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 na, na 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 na. Hey, goodbye. <laughs> and don't you ever freaking think about coming back. Don't let the door split you where it hit you with a good Lord split you. Now, uh, given that we got a short amount of time, we can't go more. Go, we won't go into the details on that. But let's focus now that they're gone. Because a lot of people have been making the link, right? Let, let, let us not forget that what's going on with Hockey Canada is about the same dynamics that are in play with our good, not friend, <laughs> Convoy Patriot Party of Canada leader, Misogyny Pete. Oh, yeah. We need to throw this guy overboard because Mr. MGTOW's gots to go too. Canadians ain't got time for women haters. No. And speaking of Occupation Pete, yeah. Yeah, we ain't got time. We ain't got time. So, like, speaking of him, October 13th is coming. Tomorrow is the day the Public Order Emergency Commission will begin public hearings into the circumstances around the federal government's decision to invoke the Emergencies Act. Hearings will be taking place at the Library and Archives of Canada in Ottawa on Wellington Street. And you can tell by the breathless, disjointed, tortured, and untethered tweeting of the Convoy Party of Canada it's sycophantic con media and Brett, Theo, Jamie, Rupa, Andy Kean types that they are terrified of what will come out during the mandated inquiry. Oh yeah. It is expected to hear. Yeah. It's expected to hear from 65 witnesses during its factual stage, including protest participants, law enforcement representatives, cabinet ministers, and officials with provincial and municipal governments, as well as businesses and organizations impacted by the protests. 
On Tuesday, the commission released a list of anticipated witnesses and their order of parents. And I was surprised to see that a childhood friend of mine, Nathalie Carrier, mm-hmm. who is my best, best, best friend in elementary school, and we still, still love and it's real today, who is the executive director of the Vanier Business Improvement Association, is third on that list. Oh, cool. She is fierce. She is fabulous. And hopefully, kids, we will be able to get her on the show for an interview. I've been now, I've been volunteering. Ontario's- I've been volunteering to testify. I keep saying I'll talk. I've got things to say. I was there. I was directly impacted by it. So far, I've only had mm-hmm. uh, one individual talk to me about an interview, and I'll let you know the details once I have them. But uh, yeah, I, I, I'm not. Uh, I won't be able to uh, appear and and say my piece about how the citizenry of Centertown was affected, which I think is wrong. We should be talking. Yes, there is a way to do that. Unfortunately, I don't have it with me and we only have a few minutes left, so I can't look for it and put it on. Uh, but Mr. Otter sent us uh, sent something. Uh, there is a place online that you can go if people, individual people were affected. Oh. Don't put it on Twitter. Um, there's an actual government thing that that is taking input from the general public okay. as well that you just write something and you send it. Uh, I, I, I will include it in another episode. Okay. Uh, so that people know, but there is a, there is a way. Um, so, uh, former Ontario Superior Court Justice Paul Hulot has been chosen to lead the inquiry. He also has been directed through an order in council to offer lessons learned about the use of the act and to comment on the appropriateness and effectiveness of the measures taken. Uh, the CBC reports that according to a statement from the commission, Hulot will begin public hearings with an opening statement on October 13th, followed by presentations and overview reports by the commission's lawyers. The commission said the overview reports will include summaries of preliminary facts which will be placed into evidence. At Hulot's request, the Liberal government has waived cabinet confidence on documents, that's interesting, related to its invocation of the Act. It's only the fourth time in Canada's history that a public inquiry has been given access to such high-level documents. So this is big. So mm-hmm. the Liberals are not trying to hide anything here. No, no, It's not clear yet how and if those sensitive documents will be made public. They're going for full transparency on this one. Absolutely. Um, Mr. Grizzly, if you would. Uh, this one. I assume this is the one you want me to put up. Oh. It? Well, that would be the other one. Yes, that's when uh, Daniel uh, when Daniel said oh, sorry, that uh, the government of Quebec, the sorry. government of Quebec, wasn't going to support that. While the government of Quebec actually sent Sûreté Quebec officers to help dismantle the protest. So I don't know what she's talking about there too. Mm. But Justice Rouleau said in a statement uh, when, that the commission. Is about Oh yeah, the commission is about to embark on the, the public phase of the process of finding answers to the questions assigned to it by Parliament under the Emergencies Act. This critical phase will shed light on the events that led to the declaration of the public order emergency and fully explore the reasons advanced for the declaration. Continue on. I am confident that with the cooperation of all of the parties, the hearings will provide a fair and thorough process for the presentation of the evidence required for the commission to be able to give the public the answers to which it is entitled. Hmm. Now, this is but the first phase of the commission. It will last six weeks and is scheduled to wrap on November 25th. The next week after that, the commission is scheduled to begin a policy stage where it hosts roundtables with policy experts and Rouleau's final report is due on February 6th. 
It's going to be interesting, I can tell you that. I am uh, eager to see the outcome of all of this, and I'm wondering how many um, uh, Convoy Party of Canada individuals who were directly involved with this will skitter like cockroaches when the lights come on. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm guessing that because uh, this is about the invocation of the act itself, um, that's maybe the reason why Candace Bergen, who said that we should let the prime minister aware of this, and uh, Occupation Pete, who uh, basically acted like a skippy the dishes mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> for them, uh, have not been ordered to testify. Um, but I'm, it's not going to be good for them. It's just not. No, it's going to be bad so, all the way around. I'm okay yeah, with that. Yeah. I'm okay with that too. I mean, because, I mean, they deserve to swing for this. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. They, they, really they, were, they were involved. I mean, Candace, uh, Convoy Candace directly said, why don't we just leave this alone and let it become Prime Minister Justin Trudeau's problem? I thought you were governing for Canadians, Right. Right. Uh, I did manage to find the link if you want to put it up. Sure. It's publicorderemergencycommission.ca. So all in one word, publicorderemergencycommission.ca. Um, Mr. Otter said, hey, friends from Ottawa, ensure your voices are heard on the record regarding how you were affected by the Ottawa occupation and use your thoughts on the federal government's use uh, and your thoughts on the federal government's use of the EMA. Tweets are fun, but they don't matter get on this yeah this I'll, is getting I'll, on the record i'll I'll, uh, I'll get on the record for that so i'll uh, i'll make my comments yeah. known i will yeah take care Public of that order emergency commission.ca cool so go to there and if you've been affected in any way write about it get that on the record well mr grizzly i think we have a show because a show. it was a short one short one but yeah. I, I got a roll like i gotta be in the office in 30 minutes i have a big uh, yeah. meeting today that i have to take care of so you know Got to pay the bills. Got to pay the bills. Right. So that's the end of this episode of Just a Nibble, the Not Quite Daily Beaver. We hope you love listening to us because we love making it for you. And if you had time, uh, please be sure to listen to our Thanksgiving Day Beaver Bite titled Grateful, as well as our extended interview with human rights activist Marie Bullitt on the upcoming 25th anniversary of the Supreme Court case that made the 2S LGBTQ plus discrimination illegal in Canada because um, that will teach you that uh, Danielle Smith was definitely alive while people were more discriminating against than people who made the choice. I'm three years older than her. I'm three years older than her. I mean, come on. I'm born in 68. She's born in 71. So, right. right, She experienced all of this, and she's still being an absolute douche nozzle. Yeah. Because democracy is something you do, please do the neighborly thing and donate to the Red Cross. Help with Hurricane Fiona disaster relief in Atlantic Canada. The federal government has announced it is matching donations up until October 23rd, so be sure to get your donations in so you get more bang for your buck. Even $10 makes a difference, so don't hesitate, because as Madonna once sang, every jot and diddle adds to the pot. More than $16 million has been raised to date in the appeal, and this amount does not include government matching funds. And uh, financial assistance has already been distributed to more than 14,000 households on behalf of provincial governments. So, you know, get yours in. If you really like this podcast, you can find us on the Dean Blundell Network, as well as anywhere you get all your podcasts featuring a grizzly bear and a beaver. Please share the podcast, and we love your feedback. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and our email is truenorthegerbeaver at gmail.com. 
You can subscribe to us at podpage.com slash the true north eager beaver with a hyphen between each of one of those words. And if you really, really like this podcast and want to support us and want us to do more, our tip jar can be found at our coffee page. That's ko-com slash eager beaver. That's ko-com slash eager beaver. Finally, if you'd rather get something for your money, we've got you covered literally with eager beaver t-shirts. We now have more designs for a total of six from which to choose and sizes from small to three XL. Being informed has never been more fashion. So go to deanblundell.square.site slash s or store slash shop to get yourself some fabulous today. From the Beaver Lodge, this is your eager beaver saying, until next time, dear kids, it can be a tough world out there, so be kind to and gentle with yourself. Mr. Grizzly, a quick word of wisdom before you have to go? Uh, turn my bloody heat on, I'm cold. That's about all there I got to go. say. Roll the credits. The True North Eager Beaver podcast is an eager beaver Mr. Grizzly collaboration. Research story and guest curation and copywritten by The Eager Beaver. Recording, production, editing, and additional research by Mr. Grizzly. Music courtesy of Ben Sound Royalty Free Music. Once again, thank you to our founding sponsors, The Peppermaster, The Miss Fee Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing and CanadianTarot.com. And thank you to Pete Jarvis for our artwork. We love it. Kits, we'll talk to you real soon. Bye. Take care. <laughs> just before we go, Ashley just Ashley just posted. My work friend heard Mr. Beaver this morning and said he sounds like the new Mr. Rogers. He's so sweet. <laughs> Thank your friend. Thanks, Ed. I appreciate that. Won't you be my neighbor? <laughs> Bye, kids. Take care. <laughs>